3: And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is one of our mini episodes, which is a shorter version of our main episode. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin.
4: And I'm producer Maria coming at you from this great state of Los Angeles. (laughs) Oh, the state of Los Angeles.
3: Okay. In the city of California. (laughs) The Big Apple. Um, I am super excited for our uh, episode today because I don't know if you guys have seen it. I know I watched it. Maria, did you watch it? The Paris Hilton documentary on YouTube? Oh, yes, I did. It's free. And if you haven't watched it yet, you're going to be really startled by actually how good it is. Yeah, it's good. It's like sincere. It's authentic. It's it's kind of startling. Um, you get a real look into her, uh, life and she was like abused, um, as a child at this school called the Provo school, which is what we're going to do our episode on today. Her parents, like from her adolescence really pushed her to be, you know, really wanted her to be a star only talked about how pretty she was. Yeah. Which was really creepy. Um, and then she's also been in like a whole bunch of domestically abusive relationships, which is super sad.
5: I know. I mean, assuming it's from just like growing up, her parents treating yeah. her like
3: this and like all her family members, like it's just a pattern. And just it's- a toy. Yeah. yeah. She said she'd been in like five abusive relationships. Yeah. Additionally, she talks about how that, that voice she puts on um, and everything, it's just like a facade um, to kind of, like, shield herself and protect herself in the world. She can't sleep because she has horrible, horrible nightmares. Um, right. Recalling her abuse from Provo, she has, like, a, a horrible insomnia where she can only sleep, like, one to two hours a night. So I would really recommend the documentary uh, if you want to see Paris Hilton in kind of um, a new light. Anyway, so we wanted to get into this Provo Canyon School, which is kind of like a school for, um, quote unquote, like bad kids, wayward teens. (laughs) Yeah. So um, if you like acted out as a child, or maybe like struggled with addiction, or, you know, had behavioral disorder stuff in school, parents might send you to Provo Canyon School, which I think was in Utah, Mm -hmm. or a school that's similar to kind of like scare you straight. So Melissa, tell us a little bit about Provo. Can I
4: just interrupt you? really quickly sorry can i just yes you can you just said you know how there's all that stuff like scared straight and it's all about like scaring kids straight well what if i started something that was like scared silly and it was it was
5: (laughs) (laughs) oh no it was correcting you
4: know kids behavior by just clowning
3: around oh like clown school yeah
4: just clowning, just
5: lighthearted, and it's clowning. clowning. What if you,
3: do, yeah, like clown school for kids with bad personalities? Yeah,
4: and then I think that would actually be really, really good. We do a lot of ma- mask work. You
3: actually
5: might be onto something. Yeah, we do a lot of mask yes. work. We do a lot
4: of movement because these schools aren't
5: really effective. It'd be like Mister Mr. G. Oh, Mr. G.
4: (laughs) Yes, no, that's exactly what I was thinking of when he puts on Help Grandma Grandma's been raped. (laughs) When he puts on that big thing, that that bodysuit
5: and does those Yes. (laughs) Oh, he's just
3: like moving around. That's one of the best scenes in the history of television. Where you been, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mr. G if you don't know what we're talking about, Summer Heights High. There's like you can look at it Mr. G like dance clip or something, and it's like ten minutes of him just going. It is
5: one of the (laughs) Funniest television shows ever created.
3: Mr. G. But yeah, I think Maria, that'd be great. Scared silly. You should do that. That should be like a new subset of Erios, maybe like a summer camp or something. Yeah. Or, or an adult a camp for adults who are really burned out at work. Um no. and they can come to Maria's Scared Silly and they just like learn to find their inner child.
4: I don't wanna do that. I'd rather because those you know, those people are gonna be a little too into it. I wanna deal with teens that don't wanna be yes. there. And I want to. Okay, I want to cool. go. You know what? I get. You guys don't want to smile right now, but wait till I scare you silly. <laughs> <laughs> is
5: that the? Is that how you draw them in?
4: Yeah, that's wait the commercial. Wait till I scare you silly. Yeah. Okay. I like it. You're laughing now. Wait till and, I. S- is there going to be magic? I- of course. That's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> one. Yeah. One semester is going to just be just fully magic. It's going to how do how do you use magic to your advantage?
3: Oh yes. Okay. What are the semesters or like the courses you'll be offering?
4: <laughs> Mask work, magic. Okay. Um, movement, Alexander technique, and then trapeze work.
3: Oh, trapeze work. Okay, because I, I wanted to make sure that was in there.
4: Yeah, and then um, one that's all about funny voices.
3: Oh, that's oh. A, that's good. What about wigs? I feel like wigs yeah. are really wigs is gonna be year oh, three. Wigs.
4: Yeah, wigs <laughs> wigs is actually a full year.
5: Okay, good. We, you gotta have yeah. props too. Props, yeah. yeah. Props is an elective. <laughs> props yeah. comedy is an elective.
4: Could you imagine the yeah, kids yeah. should sign up for that? But everything one is just how to like. Y- how to make anything into a phone.
3: Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, an, that's groundbreaking stuff. Because it can't just be a banana all the time. It has to be, you know. You got to have a shoe. It can be anything. I've been known to use a pencil. Yeah. Wow, a pencil. That's, I mean, that should be, that's advanced. You have to get, you have to work out. It's up fun because
4: it's so thin. <laughs> and you go, hello.
3: Yeah. That's almost like a Bluetooth or something. <laughs> yes. That's one of those headsets. You can
4: use your, your pets. Yeah, your pets. I'll hold a cat up to your face. Meow, hello.
3: Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that's 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 not where Paris Hilton was sent. I bet Paris Hilton <laughs> wishes she was sent there. She's scared silly. But scared silly, she was not. She was scared straight. Uh, Melissa, tell us about Provo Canyon School.
5: <laughs> okay, so she was sent to reform schools throughout her teen years in attempt to curb her partying because her parents thought yeah. she partied way too much. And Provo Canyon was a school, was the last school she attended. It was during her her senior year of high school, and she was there for 11 months. That's crazy. She said uh, two guys came into her house in the middle of the night, kidnapped her, and took her to the school. Like, that's a thing Thanks. that happens with these schools. And she
3: didn't know what was happening. Like, they just came into her no. house. And she said she was screaming for her mom and dad. She thought she was being kidnapped, and she was screaming for her mom yeah. and dad, and her mom and dad weren't like, they're taking you to school. She just had no idea what was going on.
5: They were just, like, standing there, like, not doing anything. Like, I'm how traumatic watching. is that? Yeah. Uh, she said the instructors hit students and made them take mysterious pills every day. That left her feeling like really sedated. So I imagine mm. it was like tranquilizers, maybe. And she figured out a way to fake taking the pills, but another student narked on her. And as a punishment, she was stripped and put into solitary confinement for 20 hours where she was freezing oh my God. and starving.
3: I mean, that's jail. That's jail stuff.
5: Yeah. And the school's website also said they had a change in ownership because after everyone watched the documentary, they were like commenting on the school and like they said on the website says, please note that Canaan school was sold by its previous ownership in August 2000. We therefore cannot comment on the operations or patient experience prior to that time. We are committed to providing high-quality care to youth with special and often complex emotional, behavioral, and psychiatric needs. Jesus. And then I saw that a lot of celebrities send their kids there, like Roseanne Barr. Oh my God. Senator Barbara Walters and Farrah Fawcett have all sent their kids to these type of schools. I guess it's like when you're, if you're like a famous parent and you're just like, I don't know what to do with this crate. I just don't know what to do with my. Pay kid. a bunch of money and send them off,
3: and they probably don't want their kid in the limelight. Like they just don't want them to be like a tabloid case.
5: Yeah, and which that's exactly what Paris Hilton was. She was just out partying and
3: yeah, living her life. And she bec- she became even worse. Okay, so I found this article um, on the Salt Lake Tribune called Provo Canyon Schools' History of Abuse Accusations Ugh. spans decades, far beyond Paris Hilton. Decades, yeah. Uh, and this is an article by a woman named Jessica Miller, and it was published three days ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it says uh I'll read a little bit of it. When celebrity Paris Hilton went public recently with allegations that she was physically and mentally abused at Provo Canyon School in the 1990s, but people who are residents of Provo Canyon School in recent years have made similar allegations. There is a similar pattern of controversy and allegations of abuse that stretches from the 1980s to today. Eight former students whose stays span decades told the Salt Lake Tribune about their experiences. At At three of the four campuses. Oh, there's four. Yeah. They spoke of repeated physical restraints with up to 10 staffers piling on young children some were chemically sedated or so over medicated they felt like a zombie others spoke of being left in isolation room for days after getting in trouble for things like not getting out of bed or asking for their inhaler Ugh. Provo Canyon School has remained operational for nearly 50 years despite multiple lawsuits a company bankruptcy state threats to pull its license and public accounts of Jeez. abuse from young people who were sent there here's some quotes this one guy said I basically said goodbye and was thrown into a room and strip searched it was a nightmare what the hell did I walk into did I walk into a prison this was uh, from Jeremy Whitley who was there from 89 to 91 Aaron Morris who was there from 96 to 97 I'm 41 years old and I still have nightmares of being in that place to today Sarah Stevenson we had a lot of untrained unseasoned counselors BYU students who were seriously no more than a few years our senior
5: oh I read that that a lot of the people that work there
3: were college students that's fucking nuts jen robinson uh the things that still haunt me is the amount of time in isolation by the way in prison they're like considering removing solitary confinement because there's studies that that like literally makes you go mad like it it is psychological torture
5: like i I know it's there to protect you from other prisoners or other prisoners from you but like like there's it's Punishment, but like, how is that good for anyone?
3: This one's crazy. This is Kayla Smith. She was restrained when she was eight years old. She was sent no. to this place, in Provo, at eight years old. Um, it's very traumatizing. It's very scary. Mostly, it just scares you more. Yeah. And Hilton continues like the nightmares never go away. So then a little bit of history on Provo. Okay, so the early days of
5: Provo Canyon School, they It first opened as a facility for boys in 1971, and then it got into some legal trouble. Two teens were sent there uh, by their home's juvenile justice system. They ran away. One was from Alaska and the other was from Nevada. And they filed a lawsuit against the original owners. They challenged the school's education, treatment, and confinement methods. They went to trial and jurors returned a verdict in favor of the Provo Canyon School but the judge issued a permanent injunction banning the school from using polygraph tests on the boys oh my God. opening and reading their That's mail. That's crazy. Imagine yeah. if your school. <laughs> Why are you using polygraph tests on these kids? And then in 1986, Charter Behavioral Health Systems bought the original Provo campus. And the company is one of the nation's largest operator of psychiatric hospitals and treatment centers. They own the school for the next 14 years.
3: That's insane. They were injected with sedatives. Injected. That's crazy. Yeah. It's not a mental institution. It's a school. On Reddit, I found a...
5: It's from a now-deleted account, so I don't know what the name was. But they went to Provo Canyon School in 2007 and Yellowstone Academy from 2007 to 2008 when they were 14. Those are like two schools that are similar. Um, They said, I was in Provo Canyon School for six months before my school district moved me to Yellowstone Academy. Yellowstone Academy was also abusive, but Provo Canyon was far, far worse. Uh, She said she was not being called by her name, but was called by a number instead. Oh, my God. And they couldn't use bathrooms for long periods of time. Oh, my God. Uh, She said she was also strip searched. And cavity searched by male staff upon arrival. Okay, no, that's not right. Yeah. Then they took away all my clothing and locked me in observation, which was very cold. Um, I know other girls there were having sex with staff, some non-consensually, because it allowed them to get better levels, easier
3: inspections, and just better (sighs) treatment in general. That happens in mental institutions, too. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh. it's really bad in psych wards. And there's a
5: big, on Facebook, there's a Provo Canyon Survivors group with like over a thousand members. And a lot of people say the staff at these schools was uh, BYU students and the LDS community, the Mormons, because it's Utah.
3: Okay. Yeah. So one more thing on uh, this website is that they talk about how and we probably I think we probably get into this, but that exploiting troubled kids for profit is just like a huge business. It's like private prisons. They exploit like these parents, especially rich parents being like, we mm-hmm. will know we know how to fix your child, send them to here and you know, we'll we'll get them, you know, right and they'll start they'll stop freaking out. Apparently, the Utah Office of Licensing has conducted 341 investigations in the past five years
2: uh, of
3: of Provo Canyon. Wait, just that
5: school alone?
3: Yes, of their four campuses, 341 investigations. However, they've only said 27 of those are substantiated. But, like, I'm Mm. sure that's not true. Yeah. Yeah right i found a reddit of this woman who currently works there oh yeah she said i currently work at Provo Canyon School um ask me anything this one guy was like get fucked karma's going to fuck you <laughs> 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 and she said sorry you feel that way i'm not saying provo's <laughs> perfect in any means there's a whole lot of things i would change if i could Uh, If you want to talk what's actually wrong with Provo, I'm here for it. Mental health care shouldn't be for a profit. She says that she's open to being messaged directly. We should. Why is she so thirsty for like attention? Or does she just want to set
4: the record straight? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen anything Bad at
3: this school, and I would know if anything was She's, happening. Yeah, She's yeah. Probably a HR troll. <laughs> Nothing sketchy oh, yeah. goes on there. She says, "My conscience is totally clean. If anything like what Paris describes ever did happen, it doesn't happen here now."
5: Oh, that's totally an HR person who's like, "Yeah, this is going so pretend, HR." Like,
3: um, ever this person says, "I was at a camp similar to yours, Peninsula Village, and was misdiagnosed as having a psychiatric problem." problem problem, <laughs> problem and was prescribed an ever-changing cocktail of powerful drugs and it turned out that i had like some health issues um so this guy is saying that he thinks that some people are misdiagnosed that they're as uh they don't get proper health screenings and that it's, instead they're just diagnosed as um behavioral issues sure
1: real noom user compensated to provide their story in four weeks the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week individual results may vary
4: have you guys read their yelp page oh yeah oh it's people are pretty intense writing
5: horrible things on it
4: what does it say well this one is from september 9th 2020 If I could give this review less than one star, I would. Here is where my uh, this is where my parents sent me for three months after being taken away at four o'clock in the morning by two big escorts. Crazy that they do that. I had five minutes to pack my bags. Everybody's deserted me. I was left alone, taken to the airport from Chicago to Utah at 16. For months, I was uh, there sitting. I don't know what some of this means. It seems like they're writing this in a way that I wrote my um, Princeville (laughs) (laughs) Please Please, don't go to the school Please (laughs) (laughs) Starving, sleeping On a camping cot in the hallway With the lights on, on suicide watch Even though it was just a punishment And I was not suicidal
5: God
4: Hold on. Let me go to ones before the documentary came out though. So like this is so this is from August twenty seventeen. Worst place. They said I was a drug addict and I wasn't. I have autism. I have never seen more bloody rights in my life than when I was here. I wasn't allowed to call my family. If I was I was only allowed to say hi and bye in front of my therapist, fallen out of the Ugh, top bunk in my sleep and needed stitches and I was unconscious and they wouldn't take me to the hospital. What? Because she was a flight risk. Jesus. The staff would literally pin you down if you went to the bathroom without asking. You stepped out of line, you were thrown literally into solitary confinement. No sunlight. Never saw the outdoors the whole one year and a half I was there. Holy shit. Oh my God, Prison. listen to this. I had my 16th birthday in there and I had a cake, but I had to eat it with one person and I wasn't allowed to share with anyone else. No birthday song or anything. I was even forced to That's
3: eat. That's what gets you the birthday, <laughs> the bad birthday party? <laughs> The kid with autism who ended up there instead of <laughs> some therapist <laughs> who was slammed on the floor I, having to share a cake well, with only one person.
4: I was even, this is a little Matilda-esque, I was even forced to eat okay. it because they, they, they made the cooks make it. So like she had to eat it like Matilda what? had to eat, or Matilda's they, friend had to eat that big cake. They force-
3: they her. said that. Remember, they said that in the documentary, that one girl was force fed, that they force it's, feed you. There's nothing worse to me
4: than being. I mean, there's worse things. But like to me, like being force fed would be a, like pretty horrendous.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. I would. I would absolutely. If I like eating when I'm not hungry is I it would, it would make me so nauseous.
4: Unless it was like a really
5: delicious ice cream cake. <laughs>
3: that's so true. Yeah, I guess that's I'll true. I'll always be forced yeah. to that
4: ice cream cake. Well, just someone else in 2017 says that it was horrific. Um, they would stand frozen for 12 hours a day. I was forced mm. to work and had to earn back the right for education. I was tied what? down. What? One evening during school cleaning duty, I found an unlocked office door with a phone. In 20 seconds, I reached my mother and pleaded with her to help me. A week later, she flew me to Seattle where I was diagnosed with... Hashimoto's thyroiditis. I was unrecognizable to my family and my spirit was broken. I was 16
3: years old. That's crazy. That's an auto Im- autoimmune disease. Wow. Oh my god. That's So wild if you go weird. on this
4: Yelp, there's like all these ones from like 2013, 2014 that people are just saying how Yeah, just years of yeah. like complaints. Um I found this article in the Salt Lake Tribune
5: about like why Utah cuz there's over a 100 youth residential treatment centers. What? And in the past five, it's the the state that has the most. And in the past five years, they've seen nearly 12,000 children come through their doors. And some of those kids are just like bouncing from like facility to to facility. And Utah is seen as an attractive place to seek treatment because of the wholesome reputation of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the landscapes that create this vision of like healing and like wilderness therapy and the kids are sent by parents who pay upwards of thirty thousand dollars believing that their children are misbehaving and teens covered by medicaid are sent thousands of miles away after being hospitalized for depression or anxiety and children who commit crimes and students with disabilities are sent to another state by their school districts like Utah is the place to send your troubled teen. And so this this troubled teen industry has brought in hundreds of millions of dollars in government money for Utah, and that doesn't include the parents who pay privately. It's estimated that the industry pulled in $328 million in revenue in 2015 alone. Provo Canyon School netted more than $37 million in government funding during a five-year period from other states that send kids there. And Red Rock Canyon School received more than $13 million in government money before it closed last year after a riot, allegations of child abuse, oh and God. reports of sexual assault. Ken Foster, a former Copper Hills employee who worked at Provo Canyon School for three years until he quit in 2013, said he was often fearful to go to work. He didn't have enough co-workers, and they weren't able to give the kids the treatment they needed. And he said it was, it was also normal to give children sedative shots. Um, he's like they were just warehousing kids. It didn't feel like we were doing any legitimate treatment.
3: I'm on a Reddit for the troubled teen industry, and it's all for survivors of troubled teen industry. Yeah, they so and many. it names all these different schools, like Meridel Achievement Center in Liberty, Texas, the Elon School, uh, the Anderson School in Bellingham, Washington. bellingham which they say is run by a cult it says what so we should look into that i sent you guys a link for that open sky in colorado the village in tennessee trails in carolina excel academy in conroe texas the academy at dundee ranch in costa rica circle of hope the list just goes on and on and on of all these Scared places. Silly.
4: Scared
3: Silly. Scared
4: Silly. <laughs> we should add that to the list. Well, Scared Silly is going to be a new way. It's going to be the new
3: teen school. Yes.
4: We're going to be. Well, maybe you could
3: have some survivors work there.
4: Oh, we would love it. <laughs> if anyone wants to volunteer to like start this up. Yeah, I think that would be great.
3: This one, this one girl says that her ex therapist tried to contact her on Facebook. This her her therapist, this woman Phyllis, who she was at the school Elevations RTC, uh, wanted her to come back to speak at the school to talk about um, how beneficial the program was. And this woman responded, Hi, Phyllis. Just wanted to say a big fuck you. Elevations was one of the worst, most traumatic experiences of my life. It enrages me that you people will never face consequences for what you do to children. Also, thanks so much for misgendering me while I was there and then having the fucking audacity to ask me to come back to Utah so you and the rest of the staff could pretend to be progressive and show me off. I hope this message ruins your week. (laughs) Damn. I mean, how many of these kids who truly need like help and understanding and empathy and probably like prescription, like true, like have yeah. health disorders? You know, Ugh, so sad. I read that
5: this whole Utah wellness thing started from like this one student back in the '60s. A student named Larry Dean Olson. At Brigham Young University, he started leading these wilderness outings with his classmates. And then BYU started noticing that the students who were going on these outings were doing better in school and they were like well mannered. So yeah. the schools developed an official course that offered failing BYU students a shot at readmission if they learned survival skills and went on a month long backpacking trip through the Utah desert. And like that kind of started the whole wilderness therapy industry.
3: Well, that's like not bad. Like, I think, like, it sure, is yeah. proven, like, wilderness is good for you. I can actually, I have a document on that Yeah, I was going to work. But in this then outdoor the
5: chaos. industry continued to morph, and now it's just, like, so-called trouble teens hiking in the desert heat. And then the programs expanded into communal living facilities and urban areas. And there's a connotation with, like, the Mormon faith that there's a wholesome environment that Utah sets forth. And also a senator from Oregon tried to speak with Utah officials about their school's concerns and pulled its kids out from Red Rock because of concerns for their safety. Uh, the senator said, when it comes to Utah, there's a conflict of interest. It's such a revenue generator for the state that there's a disinterest in actively monitoring these organizations. So, like, a senator from Oregon was like, we can't send our kids there anymore. It's dangerous. Good.
3: Good. Three hours per week in nature results in increased recovery from direct attention fatigue, increased parasympathetic nervous system activity, increased cognitive abilities, increased creativity, reduced psychological stress, and reduced cortisol levels. It's helpful to be in nature. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. I mean, it is literally beneficial, but it's not helpful to be put in solitary confinement and be injected with, you know, all this crazy shit. That's not good. No. No. Did you guys watch
5: The Crown at all?
3: No, No. it sounds boring.
5: (laughs) But they have um, Gordonstown. It's a school where Prince Charles went to. It's like Mm -hmm. a boarding school, and Sean Connery and David Bowie's sons went there, and so did Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter, Sean Connery. Welcome to the Rock.
4: Why does Sean Connery sound like strict
5: discipline? (laughs) (laughs)
3: all of your impressions sound like Bane (laughs) they all sound the same Uh, Then there's the Portland School. Have we done this yet? No. Okay. So nine former students say they were tortured at a therapeutic boarding school in Eastern Oregon where untrained counselors with only high school education subjected them to physical punishment akin to a 1950s chain gang. Oregon shut down the Mount Bachelor Academy in 2009. The program was staffed by untrained people, often only high school educated counselors and instructors. Like if these are people who are like severely behavioral disordered with psychological problems, like how are they should be with doctors and psychologists, not um, who attempted to psychologically break them down and indoctrinate children in their care, typically by berating them in the harshest of terms and subjecting them to extreme physical conditions. They were isolated from their families allowed only very limited telephone calls every other week, which were monitored by the school staff. Parents were instructed not to believe their children. If they reported abuse, Jesus, that children rely, yeah. it's all a part of the treatment process, or so the parents were told by the school staff. They were denied basic medical care and run through a battery of life step group encounters that ran for days at a time with no breaks, where little or no sleep permitted, that which will drive you insane, very little food provided. Yeah. Um, and required traumatizing activities, such as making known victims of child sexual abuse act out sexual proposition activities on other residents as well as adult staff. How is that legal in any sense of the word? It's not. Um, discipline consisted of physical punishment being sent out into the wilderness with little or no food or supplies, at times even for days even minor infractions were met with severe isolation no one was allowed to make eye contact what the fudge don't don't send your kids
5: to boarding schools or school period
3: what is um i'm wondering what like okay scared straight
5: is that show still on? Or they? I don't know. But like, what's the methodology behind that? Because like, how effective was that? I don't think That's it was very what I'm effective. wondering. You'd always
4: know, get those kids in there being like, "This is stupid." Because like
5: those, yeah,
3: they like
4: laugh in the face of the
5: person. Yeah, or just yeah, because they
3: know nothing's going to happen to them. It started off as a documentary. I didn't realize that it's Academy Award-winning documentary.
5: Wait, narrated
3: what is? by Peter Falk by Matlock. Wow. Huh. Release date: November, oh. November second, nineteen seventy eight. Oh, I've never seen it. No, the subject of the documentary is a group of juvenile delinquents and their three-hour sessions with actual convicts. To be oh. fair, though, like if a if a convict was screaming at me, just like horrible things, I, actually, I don't know if that would make me get in line.
4: No, it wouldn't make me I get in line. I'd just be like, oh, jeez, like we get it, okay.
3: I think it would more, it would more reflect on the convict screaming at me than it would on my own behavior.
4: And you'd tell them yeah. that too. You'd say, you know, this reflects more on you than it uh, does. As make. a result
3: of the film, many states introduced scared straight programs in an attempt to rehabilitate young delinquents. However, the effectiveness of such programs has been questioned. See criticism below. Okay. James Finn Finkenauer. <laughs> A professor at the Rutgers School of Criminal Justice began to test the Scared Straight program using a control group, something that had not been done previously. His study concluded that children who attended Raha Way were likely to commit crimes more than those who did not. So Scared Straight had a opposite effect
5: oh god of course it did
3: they actively increase crime rates and lead to higher reoffense rates compared to control groups wow. that did not receive that form of rehabilitation
5: now if they were to go go to scared silly school <laughs> be that, different. that might be a
3: different outcome yeah they say that this form of rehabilitation is not only ineffective but is potentially harmful to the kids involved i don't Jeez. see how a clown
4: school couldn't Help, because you're getting. I agree with you. Kids out of their yeah. bodies. You're getting them out of like their like psyches, and you're just saying like, put on this mask. Like literally, put on this mask,
3: and- Maria. You know what it is actually, and I can tell you as a life coach, like literally the psychology be- behind it. Yeah, it's somatic it. therapy. It's somatic. It's somatic. What's therapy.
4: that? Somatic.
3: Somatic. S-O-M-A-T-I-C. Anti S o m a t i c therapy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rev- Rabbi, Joe's yeah. ch- Rabbi Joe's bagel chips. Rabbi Joe's bagel chips. Anti-Semitic teen therapy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a, a huge, a huge fan <laughs> of anti-Semitic therapy. Um, no, somatic therapy. It's when you do you th- do therapy like of the body by doing like body movements, and it's like the psychology of like changing your your inner self by like being like in your body. Yeah. So, for example, like when cool. you want to teach like someone like confidence or something like that you'll do like body movements of like being like oh interesting taking up more space or like working on your posture or like doing different positions and stuff like that to to work on like actually oh yeah i've heard of that yeah so you're you're basically a somatic therapist Wow, yeah,
5: body, body movements by doing physical comedy, like uh, slipping on a banana peel, you gotta...
3: Yes! Okay.
4: I have to figure out how to do this, because I am literally think I could save lives, and if anyone yeah. takes this idea from me, you will be sued so fast.
3: You're gonna scare them straight. <laughs> I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna, sca- I'm gonna scare them silly.
4: If you take this idea from me, things are gonna get pretty
3: silly pretty fast. <laughs> um well on that note i mean i think i think that wraps it up for for today that i mean listen this is this is almost amazing you guys are lucky because this mini episode got pretty got pretty main (laughs) you just got mained. you got mained, ma'am oh yeah are you gonna have are you gonna have a catchphrase maria for scared silly um oh yeah what was your it's, it's um um scared silly let's get
4: physical <gasps> let's
5: get physical
4: La- laugh scared it off silly scared silly yeah laugh it off laugh it
5: off it's a j- it off. it's a
4: joke life's a joke life's a
3: life's a, life's a gas it's
4: it's a goof, it's just a goof, yeah, this is all yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Stop, goofing silly. It's
3: a,
4: it's just a goose. Yeah,
3: we'll, we'll we'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll workshop it. it. If you guys have any ideas, then let us know. But you're not going to get any credit or any money. No, for it, absolutely not. Yeah, that's just don't even think about it twice. Um. Okay. So, anyways, um. Yeah. So, if you've ever been in a treatment, c- well, not a treatment center. If you've ever been in a in school for disgruntled teens, please let us know. Oh, yeah
5: let us because, know i'm sure or some if you've of ever our worked one in of our one, one. Our
3: i'm sure mo- yeah. oh, most of our listeners probably <laughs> all of our listeners have been in some sort of program for disgruntled teens yeah um so please let us know um and also join our patreon cuz um we're we're pumping stuff out every day uh now because i've been i've been pretty bored at home so you might just get Me talking for five minutes about just something that's happened in my day. Anyways, I am uh, Allie. (sighs) I'm Allie.
4: (laughs) And I'm Melissa. It's just a goof, (laughs) Stetton. And I'm Maria, CEO of Scared Silly, the new teen program that'll turn your disgruntled teen into a fun clown. Blasucci. (laughs)
3: that's perfect I forgot you were even saying your name for a second (laughs) yeah if I did I thought that was yeah there we go oh can I be a counselor
4: yeah I mean we'll have I'm gonna teach
3: wigs I'm gonna teach wigs year three do you know anything about wigs doesn't matter baby bye bye
2: (laughs)